Welcome to the Lifestyle Breakdown Podcast. I am your host, Brianna Maddock, but you can call me Brie. I am a mum, unofficial wife, pre and postnatal specialist, and women's lifestyle coach. Around here, we like to keep things simple, easy, and balanced. In 2021, I gave birth to my first child and have been on a mission to continue looking after myself and to not lose sight of what makes me, me. But most importantly, so I can keep feeling so damn good about myself and my life. And you know what? I'm here to help you to do the same because you are worth looking after yourself too. So are you ready to bring more balance into your life? Because in my world, we find your version of balance and actually get you living it. So pull up a chair and let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Hello. Okay. Welcome. Welcome to another live recording of the Lifestyle Breakdown Podcast. Today, 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 I am talking to you about five realistic habits to be focusing on postpartum. Because if you know that building back your health and fitness regime is important to you postpartum, I know that this was something that was really important to me when I found out I was pregnant with Orson. One of my biggest fears was I'm not going to have the time to look after myself, to do my workouts, you know, I'm not going to be able to have the time to do that because that's what I saw a lot around me. So that was a really big fear for me. So these five habits are going to be a really big focus for you, which is really going to not only help you to bulletproof your body and allow you to get under a bar again, but, and lifting like weights, <laughs> lifting weights that make you feel strong as fuck, but it will also have you fueling and nourishing your body to support your energy requirements, plus have you making some really, really great changes to your body composition along the way. Not only that, <laughs> These, this, these habits are really going to help you to avoid and prevent and manage any future setbacks that can occur with any core and pelvic floor dysfunction as well. So let's get stuck into it. Number one, we are talking about healing the core and pelvic floor. So let me start again. Healing plus core and pelvic floor rehab, so AKA bulletproofing your body. So allowing your body to heal and take the necessary steps to rehab is key to ensuring you're building those strong foundations in your body so you can return back to lifting weights and prevent, avoid, and manage any core and pelvic floor dysfunction like I mentioned just before. This is such an important step. So many people rush getting back into it postpartum you get that six weeks clearance and you think that you can just get straight back into it it is super duper important to give yourself the time to heal but also putting in the time for your core and pelvic floor rehab is also really really important and i'm gonna say a reason why i had a conversation with a woman a few weeks back and she was nine months postpartum. The conversation came about that I was a pre and postnatal coach. And she asked me, she said, oh, I'd love to ask you this. I went for my, uh, like a run for the first time the other day. 
and I peed myself and I just said to her like first of all I was like first of all I'm really sorry that happened to you but just know that this is something that you can like fix it's not something that you have to live with for the rest of your life it is very common for this to happen to women postpartum it's not normal so if it is happening to you reach out to a pelvic floor physio and get in contact with a pre and postnatal coach to help you rectify this and manage this and prevent this so we spoke about that and I basically the, uh, a few questions that I had to ask her was okay what did you did you continue to exercise throughout pregnancy she said yes up until about 35 weeks and then I stopped which is you know pretty normal um, for a lot of people I know that I stopped around then as well and then she had I was like cool how was your birth she's like it was a good birth there was no complications like it was pretty easy breezy as much as breath could be um, I was like okay amazing and then I said to her I was like have you been doing anything in the last nine months and she said no she said I just started going uh, back to doing Pilates where she was doing strength training before that but she's like I just started doing some Pilates classes and that was only very recently and I said okay so to me that just sounds like okay first of all even though her body has done a lot of healing in that time her core and pelvic floor didn't get the love and attention that it probably needed and she did say that she had a rough start to motherhood which is understandable okay like some people and some mothers they all have different experiences with motherhood some it's just not in the forefront of their mind to do that right so she didn't have that she didn't take or she didn't she wasn't really thinking I guess about that at the beginning of um, motherhood which is okay and that's okay so she wasn't able to give her core and pelvic floor the love and attention that it needed in order to rehab in order to build up strength and in order to build that strong foundation so when she came to going for her first run, even though she was nine months postpartum, what that told me was that her body just wasn't ready for that because there's a few other steps that she needs to take first in order to get herself back to running. So no matter how far postpartum you are, just know that if you haven't done your core and pelvic floor and you get back into exercise and whatnot, five six nine months later that it is still necessary to take these appropriate steps to ensure that your core and pelvic floor is able to handle the loads that it is and the the load and impact that your body that you're putting on it when you're exercising and running and that kind of thing so i just went ahead and i told her what she some of the best things that she could be doing right now for that so that is number one okay and why healing your core and pelvic floor is really important to help you to bulletproof your body and I hope that is a really great example for you to understand that just because your body has done a lot of healing there's still some other things that do need quite specific attention um, so that's number one number two number two habits okay so daily intentional and unintentional movements so Meaning like, you know, your neat, we talk about like your neat, so daily exercise, daily movement, um, non-exercise, activities like your walking, stretching, mobility can really help with moving your body and more gentle, uh, with moving your body more gently without adding more stress to your healing body. Okay, so 
This is a really great way to get movement and exercise in if you are physic if you are not physically or mentally ready to head back to the gym yet. Um, so you know, walking is also really great, um, and these kinds of things are really really great that you can start at and build yourself up to. Um, and they're also things that you can just be doing on every other day in between, and these are really great habits to have in case like there's weeks where you can't get to the gym because either baby's sick or, you know, whatever life throws at you and that happens in motherhood. So focusing on moving your body in other ways is really great, okay? Especially like in those earlier months when maybe stress is a little bit high and you're really trying to figure things out, things are still healing, you're not quite ready to go back to the gym. These other things are really going to help and they are small things but they do help and they do, um, they do benefit you and they do benefit your body. So sometimes you may be like, oh, I just can't, like, I didn't even think, like, I, I wasn't in a place to think of that. I wasn't, I wasn't, like, ready for any of that. That's okay. When you are physically and mentally ready to add more, that is when you add more. Like I said, everybody is different. The example I gave you before of this other mother who just, um, had like a rough start to motherhood probably wasn't at the forefront of her mind I think she said that she still did walks but like walking is great if that's all you can do walking is still really really great okay and I think just a little bit of advice to give yourself in this scenario is if it does take you a little longer to get back into things then that is okay whether that is because you had a rough start or because you just weren't ready that is okay you just accept that and you move on and you get into it when you are ready, okay? That is probably my number one thing. Just accept it instead of being like, I should have got back into it earlier. Accept that what you did what you did was what was best for you and your baby at the time and then when you're ready, you then get back into it. Number three, regular balanced meals three to four times a day. So. This is a really big one. You know, over the last couple of weeks, if you have listened to the last couple of podcasts, I've been talking a lot about food and eating regularly. And the especially the last podcast, I spoke about how you can begin to eat more regularly. So five, there was about five tips that you can do in order to start getting back a little bit more regularity with your food. So go have a listen to that. But focusing on not skipping meals and aiming for at least three to four meals per day and one to two snacks if you can. Or if you can't, that's fine. But I always aim for at least three to four meals. And then if I have a snack or if I'm hungry in between, it's either a snack. But eat when your baby eats <laughs> worked wonders for me. This will really help to better nourish and support your body and energy levels. So assisting your body in making changes to your body composition and reduce the need to binge or overeat. So again, go back and listen to my previous episode about eating regularly. But in order to change your body composition, and I know that, um, you know, there's a lot of mums out there who feel a little bit different in their body postpartum, um, that it is something that they are wanting to change, which is totally okay. Just know that in order to make these changes, you, you must have this regularity with your food. You must be eating appropriate amount of food, appropriate amount of nutrition, and you're not going to achieve that if you're constantly skipping meals and getting to the end of their day and then just eating the whole like 
kitchen, <laughs> constantly snacking, whatever it is. So focusing on, and it, I know it is really hard because I did fall into that habit in that first three to four, three, the first like four to five months of having Orson, I did fall into the habit of skipping meals. And it wasn't until I got my coach that I realized just how bad it was. And then that was when I really put that he eats, I eat habit into play because we had to sit down at least three times per day with my son so he could eat. So I then sat down three times per day and ate with him. So that is something that I encourage you to do. Meal prepping is number four. Okay, so meal prepping, cooking easy meals, making extra for leftovers will ensure you always have food ready and easy to eat that is substantial and nutritious. Plus this will reduce the amount of constant snacking throughout the day trying to satisfy yourself. Okay, so if you are constantly just getting and picking at the cupboard, you're hungry and you're just going to the cupboard and grabbing anything, it's not really big, it's not very satisfying, you keep going back and just grabbing what you can, you're going to be playing this sort of little vicious little chasing, chasing the hunger, satisfying game all day by constantly going back to the cupboard because having one small biscuit isn't going to be enough if you are actually hungry. So I do know that, and I said this in my podcast last week, having these meals prepped, ready, or really easy to go stuff is going to really benefit you and it's going to make it so much easier for you to eat regularly and to get nourishing food in, okay? You really, you have to take into account, like if you are breastfeeding, your body needs the nutrients and it needs the calories to help assist with that, okay? So number four is meal prepping. Number five, so full body training two to three days per week. Now I say this because once you're ready to return to exercise and the gym, this is going to make it easier for you to show up for yourself by working out less and adapting and being and adapting when needed. So if you are somebody who is used to like a five day split and you come into motherhood and I have heard this in the past that I want to, um, I asked them, I'm like, how many days do you want to be getting to the gym? I want to, I want to be at the gym four days a week because that's what they did prior to baby. And that's okay. That's great. You can have that goal, but be realistic about it. Um, in the beginning that is that actually going to be doable for you? Are you able to manage that? Are you going to be able to be consistent with that? If not, it is okay to pull back. It's okay to do less. I have had clients work with me and they have been, and we've had them working out twice per week with, um, with a step goal as well. And they've achieved really great results, obviously paired with their nutrition and everything, but you can achieve really great results from that. You can achieve the same results in the gym from working out three days per week as you would if you were to do five days per week. You just have to change up your approach so that you can benefit benefit from this. So by doing more full body training, you're able to be more consistent with it and you're going to begin to notice more of the physical benefits that comes with resistance training. So I am like somebody who loves full body training. I have been full body training since even before my son was born. 
And a lot of the women who come into my world, they're always really busy people, whether they're moms or whether they work full time, but it's always something that like they can't, their time doesn't really allow them to get to the gym five days per week. And that's okay. So we really work with the full body training and we can get really, really great results with that. So even if you are somebody who's well seasoned in the gym, just know that <clears throat> your goal of getting to the gym five days per week isn't a dumb goal at all. It's just probably not doable right now. So start small and like I said, when you are physically and mentally ready to add more, you then add more. That is going to help you to stay more consistent. So they, those are the five habits to focus in on postpartum to help you building back your health and fitness regime. So number one, healing plus core and pelvic floor rehab. So AKA bulletproofing your body. Number two, daily intentional and unintentional movement. Number three, regular balanced meals three to four times per day. So minimum three times per day. <laughs> number four is meal prepping. And number five was full body training two to three days per week. That is it. I would really love to know if you found this helpful, send me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at Brie underscore Maddock. And if you have any questions in regards to training postpartum, returning to training, or even training during pregnancy, please reach out. I have got ways to work with me so I can help support you in this season of life so that you can continue being as fit and active as you possibly can while adapting to the growing baby in your body throughout pregnancy, but also adapting and building up from your body postpartum after having baby. So message me on DM, message me on DM, <laughs> DM me on Instagram. Let's have a chat. I would love to help and support you. And uh, other than that, see you next time.